So one of my first jobs uh, was at a gas station. It was after my first year of engineering studies and being a temp terrible interviewer at the time and probably still am, you know, I wasn't able to land any kind of engineering internships yeah, and make that sweet, sweet engineering money everyone else was making. Uh, my dad took pity on me and got me a job after talking to the owner of the gas station across the street and you know, I spent a summer pumping gas for minimum wage. Lowly single figure per hour wage. But had some good times there, some interesting times. I remember one Saturday morning, you know, bright and early, probably nine or ten in the morning, you know. Me and my coworker saw this stunning, beautiful girl, you know, model hot. Right? And it's like Oh, it's an interesting place for her to be. Then we hear the screeching of tires and this old coot, this beat up pickup truck just screams and screeches to stop in our parking lot. Whistles over to the girl, right? And she, you know, hustled over and hopped on in and he peeled out of there like a bat out of hell. And I was like, kind of early for that, I say to my coworker. I think I did anyways. I, uh, you know, some other time had this uh, older lady coming in and asked for gas line antifreeze and you know I looked outside at, you know in the sunny skies could feel the you know the actual warm breeze you know normally the winds are a bit cold up here but in the summertime they're not too bad and you know I apologized to her and said sorry ma'am you know we don't have any it's out of season you know she turned left and uh, my coworker you know, turn over, you know, kind of looked over to me and said, you know why she was asking for that? I was like, no, she needed to make crack. You know, and being the naive little man that I was, right? And he says, yeah, you mix, you mix cocaine with uh, the antifreeze, right? It, uh, the antifreeze evaporates faster than water. I'm like, oh, the things you learn. Uh, speaking of coke, I uh, remember, um, unfortunately, you know, the driver was sober. His uh, compatriot was not. Uh, these two gentlemen came by an old, uh, one of those old 70s boats, you know, massive. You know, and asked me to put some money into it. And his friend in the in shotgun, you know, said, oh, don't worry, I got it. You know, so he's like, just put 10 bucks in, he says. You know, so I pump 10 bucks of gas and I kind of go over there and He's got the door open, he's kind of half slouched, and he's rummaging in his pocket. And he pulls out a bit of cash and a bit of whatchamogazits, and you know, he dumps it into my outplaced hand. And I notice there's a little packet of white powder that's fallen there. And he said, don't be quick, as he slowly swiped the little package I figured it was cocaine back out of my hand leaving the money and the other crap crap there I worked with a fellow named VJ you know he's an Indian man you know brick shit house of a of a man you know played cricket loved it tried to explain it to me I didn't understand I still don't understand it to this day and uh, he told me something interesting he said that you know I had an accent on my English and I was surprised 
because English is my first language, you know, in um, a Vietnamese descent. And he said, you know, pretty much all uh, Asian kids born here have a bit of an accent. I don't know if it's something to do with the physical structure of our head or whatever, but I was like, and, you know, since that time, you know, I've, when you actually pay attention to other people speak, you can kind of pick it up, right? If you don't pay attention, you, you won't notice it. And Vijay was an interesting fellow, you know, very lively. And um, he told me he used to go on hikes in, uh, I'm guessing, you know, the foothills or smaller mountains in, um, where he was from in India. And one time he came across, um, you know, a group of guys and they invited him to have a, a bite to eat. You know, thinking he would be famished on his on his hike. So he accepted the invitation and he sat down and he, he had some food, shared some food with them and you know and you know he, he was confused and he asked uh, you know he's like what kind of meat is this? He asked his his host and they kind of looked at each other before you know mentioning some kind of animal and VG quickly picked up it's oh you know not to it's not time to ask any more questions and. You know, he finished up and you know, he, he thanked them and he went on his way. So uh, either he figured out or someone told him that uh, he probably had human flesh, long pig. And uh, what happens sometimes with government officials there, especially ones that uh, people don't like, they will off them you know, and discard the body somehow you know, so that no one can ever find them. And sometimes you know, that includes you know, being turned into you know, supper. I worked with another uh, fellow, I can't remember his name, um, he was from Ethiopia, and he told me he had been a commando in their armed forces. And, you know, I have nothing, you know, to say uh, to disprove that he wasn't. You know, he was an interesting fellow, he had an interesting outlook on life, he had been jailed for his political beliefs. Um, I guess being in the armed forces doesn't protect you, I don't know if he took part in a coup or something. But he came over to Canada and, you know, got asylum here. And uh, I worked with him a bit. I, I can't remember much. I said uh, one time I ran into him afterwards because uh, we lived in the same immigrant quarter. And he told me uh, he had a, you know, a very interesting day. He had been covering a shift for his friend at a convenience store. His friend needed to go to um, a party or some kind of social event, and you know he couldn't miss it. Maybe something for his family, but you know he he couldn't get anyone else to cover his shift, so. My friend who didn't actually work for the community store, but you know, he, I think he knew the owner or something. You know, he agreed to you know take it take over so his friend could go to whatever he needed to go to, and you know had a, a not quiet shift. So someone came by and tried to rob him, and I don't know, I can't remember if the robber had a gun or a knife or something, but my Ethiopian uh, friend took a mop and beat the robber senseless. So when the cops came, they admonished him because uh, they said, you know, why did you do this? You know, why did you risk your life? Because, you know, property can be replaced, you know, goods and, or, yeah, the property can be replaced, but your life can't be. You know, that's, you know, I'm sure the owners would have something else to say behind uh, their back. But, uh, you know, that's what the cop told him. And he said, well, I was, you know, I can't let my friend get into trouble. Right, and you know, I'm not letting anyone rob this place while I'm on duty. 
so I kind of add some credence to you know him at least being in the army for for a bit of time. He was pretty badass. Uh, yeah, Turbo was uh, an interesting time. You know, it's a tiny little gas station. Somehow they squeezed in a subway across the way. It was a very limited subway. Like they only, you know, they didn't. They had like a little cooler, right? They only made a certain number of types of subs. And one of the guys who worked there ended up being someone from my junior high who had bullied me a little bit. And you know, he didn't remember me. Uh, you know, I remembered him, but you know, I didn't say anything. You know, just to kind of keep things cool and uh, you know he didn't bully me too much he just kind of kicked me now and then in, in one gym class and he also uh, he actually got expelled from school because he stabbed our shop teacher and our shop teacher was uh, you know kind of built like a quarterback and he had stabbed the shop teacher in the forum with a pen and the shop teacher pretty much grabbed him by the collar you know, lift him off the ground and haul him to the office and he got expelled and um, I remember someone telling me he had been doing drugs like in junior high and actually I found out later half my junior high and this is this was in the inner city junior high this was a suburban mainly white middle-class junior high school you know about half the students had been on drugs I know some of them smoked because some of them used to smoke with the teachers uh, kitty corner across from the school because you couldn't smoke on school property but uh, yeah I'm pretty sure he had been on drugs because they'll explain why he couldn't remember me his brain was pretty fried he didn't seem like he was all there and there were never brain problems while we, you know we kind of worked across from each other yeah just trying to think uh, what else Yeah, there was a time I got a pretty decent tip. I think it was like ten bucks plus. When I it was pouring, like it was literally like, like you know, it wasn't just raining cats and dogs. It was like dump trucks of cats and dogs being dumped on us. And you know, I drew the short straw at go fill up this lady's car. She, you know, she just like said, just keep the rest. And uh, you know, that was pretty nice. No, it was uh, an interesting time, and you know place got shut down uh, found out that the owner actually had been uh, stealing from the place and covering it up by you know fudging our shift sheets and making us cover the difference he would also pay us in cash he, like he had checks ready but we could cash him right there so he figures I think someone um, told me later that you know he modified the hours modified the checks so he could take more money in his pocket so he ended up going uh, getting arrested going to jail and uh, yeah, so the the owners of the so he uh, he's kind of like I guess a franchisee. So the actual owner of the gas station, you know, they sold off the property, you know, they leveled it, cleaned it up. It was a parking lot for a couple of years until someone bought the property and built an even bigger gas station with a car wash on top, and they had fried chicken. It wasn't too bad. I I still lived around the area when the time that was done. But yeah, that was a uh, that was an interesting summer of my life. You know, not a lot of money, but some some interesting memories.
but uh, this is uh, the middle of January 2021 just for a timestamp on this. I guess I should put that at the beginning. I'll have to fix that. But yeah, thanks for listening.